0: Hey, affiliated listeners, welcome to another Monday Minute with your host, Kyle Kosteck. I forgot who I was for a second, but I'm back. So today we're actually going to be talking about another thing I see really common, especially with new marketers. And it's it's a question or I think a tactic you often hear, which is go niche, go niche. But what happens when you go to niche or what does that really mean and how do you break out of that? So first, let me address the thing that you often here is people say, find a niche, go very specific niche. This is a common thing, especially in early internet marketing that I heard a lot of people say that they were coached to do. Yet the problem is we go out and we find the most obscure niche like marble polishing. I'm going to be the purveyor and leading expert in creating a course on how to be an elite marble polisher. Well, I don't really know. And I'm not even talking like marble buildings. We're talking like the little marbles, right? Like it, that might resonate with a very small section of people. And it could still be hundreds of people across the world. But boy, is that going to really limit how much you could sell to those hundreds of people? Really, even if you speak the perfect language, even your conversion rates are amazing. There's just not enough people. And so oftentimes businesses will get really excited because they're seeing the sales and all of a sudden things just stop or they slow down and they start looking around and going, where can I get more traffic? realizing they kind of have all the traffic, or at least enough of it that growth, if you're into economics, and we think of the law of diminishing returns, that curve, it's like a curve like this. The idea is you have all this growth, and then you reach up to a saturation point, and it just is marginal. It's not really happening anymore. You could find yourself in that boat very, very fast. So how do you get out of it? Well, one of the first things is the reason why people tell you to go niche is they want you to learn the language of your audience. And what we end up doing is we end up trying to find solution-aware consumers and we create solution-based marketing. The problem with that is we don't tend to really get to the heart of the issue. We have a high expectation. I'll give you an example. I wanna sell a protein powder and I am selling something that's really, really advanced. It's speaking to very specific things about people that buy and consume protein. So I'm really targeting at this point, maybe high-performance bodybuilders that are looking for this very specific type of protein. The challenge with that is I might convert really well to them, but it's a, such a small segment of people, I need them to know all this information before they ever get to my product page for it to make sense, because I'm too niche, I'm too specific. You see this oftentimes in e-com products, where you have an e-com product that's meeting people at a decision point, but they've done all the work to find the solution. Now I'm just picking amongst what solution fits best for me, right? What the flip that needs to be is how do we go to all these problem where people, right? Because the consumer I'm talking to now did not start there. At some point, they were just skinny or maybe they were overweight and they thought, I need to get fit, but it seems hard. I need something to get me there faster. And then they did all this research and work and blah, blah, blah and they got to the point you're talking to them now. What if I could talk to that person all the way back then? Back before, all they knew is that I am insecure and I don't like my body and I'd like that to change. That was all that they had. They knew the problem. The solution was absent to them, but they're problem aware. That's what we talk about with switching marketing, kind of opening up your verticals or opening up your niche is not being so specific, getting too specific that they have to know all this information know what I'm talking about. How do we get to the base problem that started it all? The broad problem. Things like, I need to lose weight. Things like, I need more muscle, or not even that. I need to be attractive to get a partner, right? I need to be attractive in general. Those are way, way down here. That's a very broad problem. How do I speak to that? And now get somebody to say, hey, listen, I understand that you just feel like you've been too scrawny and small and people pick on you. Well, fear not. The reason being is because you just haven't have been putting the right things in your body to make the workouts actually get the effects. And now here's the product. That's a very different sales pitch than if I'm going to very elite people and say, this type of strand of blah, blah, blah. And I, mean, I know this is a very specific guy. So I didn't choose a big product beforehand, but that that's where you can run into an issue. If it's like, are you looking for the next gain on your X5 tier and your lats, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's super specific versus, hey, are you looking to be attractive and you just haven't been able to get there, well, I have the magic thing for you. Very, very downstream. I don't even tell them what the product is, I just say that I finally have the solution to their problem. So problem aware versus solution aware consumers. So if you find yourself stuck in that niche, the biggest thing I would tell you to do is start looking and seeing, are you addressing solution aware consumers? Or are you getting problem-oriented consumers? And if you could start to branch out and expand to more problem-oriented consumers, you'll find your ability to get more customers will grow. You'll make your niche or your product a little bit broader. The last caveat I'll add on here is sometimes you've just picked something that isn't gonna work. We mentioned marble polishing. It could be about goat farming. I remember, I think Russell Brunson talks in a book about goat fences and designs for like goat farms. Again, very profitable, in a very small way, but eventually you're just going to run out of goat farmers. Your product might not sustain beyond goat farming. So the other thing to do is you've learned a lot about marketing. You have success. You probably aren't going to be able to continue to write about goat farming and create a lot more scale in your business. So the next thing to do is take those skills, understand what you've done to get there, and now adopt it to a new niche and a new vertical. And I would really look at what we just talked about, where are the problems that most people seem to have that I feel like you could talk to? And I say, these should be broad problems, and now build all that great marketing knowledge, the revenue and the money that you made to invest in a product that could really go broadly to a lot of different people. So if you do that, you won't find yourself stuck and narrowed down in these tiny niches, or you'll take your specific language that you had and start growing to grow your business in turn. And with that, you might find yourself from being happy to have some passive income of $20,000 a year to being our next diamond client if you do it successfully. So look forward to seeing you guys do that. And until next time, have a great rest of your week.